Hey, if you've ever wondered how do I grow my list with qualified prospects, this guest might have the answer for you. You're listening to Email List Profit Secrets, the podcast to help you get more customers, make more per customer, and keep them coming back with the power of your email list. I'm Jules Dan, and after generating over $15 million in client results with email, I realized I didn't have the secret ingredient in my business that provides the ultimate freedom, an email list. Now, follow along as I document my journey to 1,000 buyers from my own email list starting from absolute scratch. Hey, what's going on? This is Jules Dan. Welcome to Email List Profit Secrets. I'm joined by Mark Savant. He is the king of podcasts and he's uh, we're just chatting before this podcast. Uh, he doubled his business and then not long after that, doubled it again. And um, exciting times for Mark. We're here to talk about we talk about AI to potentially grow the list, grow the podcast. And I'm definitely keen to dive into all things about your list building journey, big or small. Mark, thanks a lot for coming on the show, dude. Julian, glad to be here. So one of the first questions I love to ask is, you still have a list? You remember you were saying that like it's not gigantic, but I, one of the questions I love to hear about is, when did you start building your list and... Did you, when did you start to realize either yourself or other people that there's a lot of power in terms of the people on your email list? Yeah. So I started building my list about five years ago. It's when I started side hustling. I'd spent, you know, I was 10 years into a miserable soul sucking corporate insurance job that sucked. Oh my gosh. I hated it so much. And I started side hustling and I knew the importance of having an email list. Mm -hmm. I knew the importance at the time of having a direct connection to my audience. And so what I did is I started sloppy as I recommend to young entrepreneurs. And I just created a Google spreadsheet and I started uh, taking first name, last name, email address, phone number, website. In hindsight, I probably also would have been tagging people based on how I knew them or what what their interest might be, because let's face it, the better, you know, your audience, the better you could create messaging that they'll respond to. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it was bare bones off the napkin, so to speak. Um, and then popping into autoresponder. Big question is, did you mail them? Because some people collect the names and they forget to mail them. Yeah, I did. I did. Um, so when I first started, yeah. gosh, this is a, it feels like a lifetime ago at this point. Um, I had a Shopify store and I was using Ooh. MailChimp is my way of emailing. Yeah. Um, and I eventually ended up transferring all of my contacts over to ConvertKit. ConvertKit mm-hmm. is, is what I've been using for my email list building right now. Um, and you know, the cool thing about having that spreadsheet is, you know, even if you don't have your whole email campaign figured out, you still have a spreadsheet with information, with data that could be imported to any of these CRMs. Mm-hmm. So everything is with ConvertKit right now. I've been happy with it. It's, you know, it's good. It's cool. I don't know. It helps me manage my list and set up landing pages. And uh, it's it's a pot, it's a good program. Yeah. And it sounds like from what we're talking about before, like your business doing real well, um, what was your main, I'm just curious, like what was your main form of acquisition? Was it like your referrals? Was it a little bit from the list? Was it ads? Like, I'm just keen to hear from your perspective, man. All the above, you know, going to events, you know, just mm-hmm. getting, just collecting emails any way I could, you know, I, so let me just riff for just a second here. Riff, because please. The, riff. There's this belief that, and I had this belief and I just think it's butt kiss. It's bull mm-hmm. crap. It doesn't mm-hmm. work. There's this belief 
that I'm going to create this amazing, amazing lead magnet. And everybody's going to want my lead magnet because it's going to give all this great information. And I'm going to post it on LinkedIn and everybody's going to want this lead magnet. I'm going to get hundreds and hundreds and thousands of emails. And then you get like maybe one email or, or you get like five visits and then one click. And it's like, this, this doesn't work. I put all this damn effort and, and, in. And this, you put massive effort into these damn lead magnets and nobody cares. And we could talk about why I think that's the case, but this whole mm-hmm. ecosystem, this idea that, it, it, and everybody talks about this. I hate this when all these email list builders are like, we'll create a lead magnet and then collect thousands of emails or tell your, your post on social media. That stuff doesn't work. It's, it's really aggravating when I hear people talk about that, right? Maybe that worked 15 years ago. It doesn't work today. Unless you have something that's really new, really real, um, really innovative and fresh, and you're also pumping tens of thousands of dollars into ad traffic as well, right? So I'm sorry, I just had to get that out there because it really, bur- it, 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 it kind of pisses me off when I hear these email list gurus saying, create a lead magnet and they will come because it doesn't happen. Yeah, it's a, it slow, happen. It's a slow burn, definitely. Um, I think I've published eight or nine and they've all burned and failed. And when ChatGPT came out, I'm like, let's create something around ChatGPT and of course, that's a flavor of the month. So that kind of worked. And then I accepted, I'm not going to spend tens of thousands. And I'm like, let me get onto podcasts to potentially talk about this. This is a long-term strategy. Hence why I reach out to you, man. And you know why I, I'm sure you know people want to get onto podcasts because they do that. So what you're saying is that the misconception is build it and they come. So then what was the realization? Okay, uh, that's not like a viable strategy for me. What worked for you then? Yeah, so it, it's just a matter, I think, and the way that I focus on is, so actually, let me let me just back this up just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Your idea of hitting what's hot and what's trending, I think that's really smart. There's not enough people talking, well, now there's a lot of people talking about chat GPT and AI, but here's the problem that most, I think, consultants and coaches and quote unquote gurus fall into is they take a course and they just regurgitate the same stuff or they follow an influencer and they just regurgitate the same stuff. You have to come with fresh, new, interesting takes. Nobody, nobody cares that you took a course. Nobody cares that you follow an influencer that they already follow. You have to be able to come with something that's different and unique. That's, that's my stance. That's how I've grown my podcast to thousands, thousands of downloads. That's how I've grown my YouTube channel, almost a million views. It's Mm -hmm. you got to come with something new, something fresh that people don't expect. Um, but anyway, another, I, I'm sorry, you can tell I'm passionate about this stuff because there's so much bad information that yeah. goes out and it drives me nuts. I talk about this all the time on the after hours entrepreneurs, not only what's, and by the way, when guests yeah. come on to my show, yeah, 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 I actually fight back. If someone brings something, I'm like, that doesn't work. I'm going to tell them personal stories. I'm going to give data driven points. I'm going to look at anecdotes from people I know and be like, up, oh, sorry. You know, you got to bring something better than that weak stuff. You got to bring something that actually works. Um, but to answer your question, one of the ways now I'm, I'm answering bracing, question. I'm what? bracing myself for your show now. I'm like, okay, better come freaking prepared. <laughs> you better bring the heat, bro. Yeah. When you come on the After Hours Entrepreneur, you bring the heat. I don't play around. So um, building the list, I like to be scrappy. So for example, mm-hmm. perfect example, anytime somebody schedules a link in my calendar, they're automatically, I'm using Zapier to send those people automatically to my convert kit profile. So they automatically, anytime someone books a call with me, they're going into my list. 
And what I do is based on how they've, you know, based on the type of appointment that they've set, I get, I segment them, I tag them in a certain way so that I'm actually emailing them relevant information. Mm -hmm. You know, I had James Altucher on my podcast a little while ago, booked at time. I'm not going to be sending James Altucher, who is a pot. Our relationship is based on a professional podcast guest relationship. It's not a, hey, I'm interested in getting, uh, having you launch my podcast for me. Mm -hmm. Right. So, because I, I think that's important. You know, the last thing you want, and does this happen to you, by the way? You meet someone for the first time or you don't meet them. And all of a sudden you end up getting all these spam emails from them about something that you don't care about, that you don't need, that you don't want. That I think is a big challenge. How do I automate that process as much as possible to send people, to tag people, to segment people and to give them information that they actually care about? Right. So your big strategy is, okay, let's find the relevant people who are booking and have like, they've actually shown an interest being like, yes, want to do a call. Whether that's, I'm guessing you have different types of calls. Is it like a, a triage or like a strategy call or um, a paid one? Is it when you said you wanted to segment them differently based on wherever they're coming from? Could you shine a bit more light on that, please? Sure. So some people I, I meet up with are interested in maybe joining the After Hours Entrepreneur Pro Group, mm -hmm. right? So they have a certain need. Some people... I'm booking to be a guest on the After Hours Entrepreneur. Now they've, they've reached a certain special criteria of people that have been a, a special guest on the show. Um, certain people uh, want to launch a podcast. Certain people want to invite me as a guest onto their show as a guest. So I have a link for that. So again, just kind of getting, trying to, and I think that's important too. And this is something that AI helps out a lot with. I'll give you another example. I meet someone at a, a networking event or I go to a conference. You come back with a huge stack of business cards. Is that, and then you're like, oh crap, now I got to go through all these business cards. Well, there's an app for that. You can use AI, scan the cards, upload them to a spreadsheet, and then upload that spreadsheet to your, to your email list. And then just have them segmented out as, you know, PodFest 2022 or FinCon 2023. And now you can refine your messaging to better cater to that type of person. I like it. I like it. Are there any other tools you've seen around for making list building easier or, you know, streamlining all the, maybe qualifying leads a bit better? Because that's the thing as well. Like I like to use a double opt-in. I like to make sure pre like I say, here's the unsubscribe early on because I don't want the right, I don't want the wrong people coming onto the list. Have you seen anything like that? So one of the things I've been considering doing, and this isn't actually a specific tool, but, mm -hmm. you know, spoiler alert, it, it, you know, most people probably realize this, um, selling email lists is, is a big business. I had someone literally today reach out saying, hey, I've got an email list of people regarding body, mind, and spirit. I don't, I don't know what the hell that means exactly, but they want to sell me a list of emails and people that are interested in my, mind, body, spirit stuff. I was like, eh, I, don't, I don't know if that's who I want to speak to. But me, I, I want to speak to podcast hosts. That's what my business is. I mm -hmm. help thought leaders launch, automate, and grow podcasts. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I want to speak to podcasters. There's a program, there's a platform called Listen Notes. I've heard Listen that. Notes. It's a great one. It's great. It's great. It's a great platform. And it and what it what it helps you to what basically what it does is it's an aggregation of all the different podcasts and podcast hosts on the web. And it and it ranks it ranks shows based on their popularity, uh, based on the classification or the type of show. 
And you can actually buy lists from Listen Notes. So for example, if I wanted to speak to podcast hosts in the marketing space, I could purchase a list of the podcast hosts and their emails. And then all of a sudden my email list goes from, again, I have, I think like seven or 700 or so on my email list. I go from 700 to 7,000 because I actually bought a list. And then it's a matter of trying to tag them, cater and send out messaging based on their likes, needs, and how I might be able to solve their problem. This nurse is a really powerful tool, dude. It's actually how I found you. Um, and it's extremely powerful because you can, I actually haven't used the, 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 like the list format. I was more scrappy, intentional. I think the way I found you was that I went to the top 200 iTunes um, or Chartable or something like that. Find the ones that are actually relevant, like who has my target audience, who who would be like the right person who's listening to this, listen to a couple of episodes. Okay, like, hey, this is quite good. Like extremely manual, um, but yeah, if you're looking to potentially grow your list, like, I 100% endorse listen notes as well. Um, cool, bro. So and I want to wanna... start scrappy. Yeah. But as you gain more income, as you gain more money, then you can skip all that. You could say, hey, I'd rather, you know, spend $2,000 and save 20 hours of my time, get the list, upload it. It also doesn't hurt if you have something to sell on the back end, right? I sell podcast services, mm -hmm. right? I help launch, automate, and grow podcasts. So if I reach out to a marketing podcast and say, hey, you know, obviously this, this pitch I'm about to give you, is not that good, but Hey, producing your podcast is a huge pain in the butt. It takes up a massive amount of time. I have a solution. I combine AI with human power to make it easy. Let's chat. You know, if I land to like a client or two, I've already made my buddy money back immediately. Mm -hmm. So I, I definitely think that buying good lists of people that are a good potential client is a really powerful way of growing your list and a building up your, your client base as well. That's interesting. So you were using uh, a simple email, a reply-based email. I love reply-based emails um, with a simple offer, with, with an intriguing benefit using AI. People love that. Is that been an acquisition strategy you've been testing? Uh, no, I, I just, you know, I haven't, <laughs> I haven't executed yet, yeah, but yeah, I'm yeah. giving this out for free because this is something that's been on my mind. Um, you know, I'm, I'm blessed that, and we mentioned this uh, beforehand, I left my job in August. That was nine, no, what, mm -hmm. 12 months ago. In six months, I doubled my business. And then in the last 45 days, it's doubled again. I brought on five new team members and, um, you know, it's, it's a pretty cool time. So now that I have some cash on hand, you know, it takes money to make money, you know, money, traffic attracts traffic. And now that I have the credibility, I have the authority in my space. Mm -hmm. I have some, I have some more money. I have some capital. I need to figure out where am I going to spend that money? And there's different ways you could spend it, but certainly going into building the email list and marketing to that email list is something that is, it's, it's, it's very close of mind. Cool. Cool. Hey, so do you mind if I backtrack a bit? Cause I remember you were saying how you had different segmented um, sequence based on interest, especially specifically say like offers. And I think that's really powerful. I'm interested to hear your take on like, what are some strategies you're taking someone from, opt in to a client for someone who's actually interested in a high ticket offer? Well, the long story short, I suck at it. Is the short version. Thanks for being candid, man. I appreciate it. The, the short version is I suck at it. You know, if, if you're looking for someone to help you build your email list, I'm not that guy. If you're looking for someone that can help you leverage AI, if podcast, you're looking for someone that can help you 
get a podcast off the ground, automate it to, to grow your authority in a space, to generate income. That is something that I know. I've dedicated the last half decade to that. You know what I'm saying? Um, but the way that I use my email right now is more so along the lines of keeping in touch. Um, you know, you know, here's the latest episode. I'm and I'm trying different formats. I, I try to keep it super short. And I know there's mm-hmm. different viewpoints on this. Some people will spend a lot of time writing out a really comprehensive, really beautiful, well thought out email. And maybe they send it out once a month. Oh, yeah. Maybe Good once luck. a quarter. And 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 I, you know, that's cool. Um, I kind of take the opposite approach. I try to send out like, like, I, I just don't want to waste people's time and be like, this is the episode that came out. This is the pain point it's going to solve. Check it out. Right. So I keep it very, very brief. Um, and people, I'm sure people are saying to me, Mark, you're not maximizing your email list. Yeah, I know. I know it could be better. I'm sorry. I'm working on it. <laughs> but you're, you're doing something different. You're front loading value. You're, you're depositing into the emotional bank account more and more and more by like from the sounds of it, that's what it is. Like, here's this podcast. Here's how I think it might help you benefit, benefit, benefit. Um, are you just out of curiosity? Are you at the stage where you're making an ask for the list being like, like a promotion or anything like that? Or you mainly, is your strategy just uh, value, 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 and then maybe occasionally do a promotion? Yeah, it's, it's mainly value, value, value. Um, and again, this has been something that admittedly I've been really soft on. I've been really weak on Like, so here's the deal. When you're building a business, there's only so many things you can focus on at the same time, at the same right, time. Man. Yeah. You know, and so, you know, I've been laser focused on learning my craft and produce and learning how to produce the best content as quickly as possible. Building an email list just hasn't been a priority. Um, that said, you know, as you grow and as you, it, it, you want to build more pillars into your business, mm-hmm. right? The more pillars, the be- the better. And so I'm, I'm kind of in this phase where I, re- I, I recognize how important that email list is. Um, I recognize that I need to start building out a better infrastructure um, I need to have a better, off, I need to have an offer on the back end that I can sell to that list. So I, I think that's something I'm looking at more closely. I am, you know, you talked about how to build up the email list. There's another thing that I've made the, a big mistake on. And this is a podcasting content creation tip for people. For years, I was sending my traffic to, uh, to, to property that I didn't own. So for example, you might say, Hey Mark, where can I listen to the after hours entrepreneur? I'd say, here's a link to my iTunes page. I don't own that page. I'm not building any authority on an iTunes page. So what I've started to do, started doing, and this is recent, like this is just over the past month. What I started to do is I'm sending traffic to my website. So I have an individual episode blog post for every episode from here on out. It's going to be there. So when mm-hmm. someone says, hey, where can I listen to that episode? I'll say uh, afterhoursentrepreneur.com afterhoursentrepreneur.com. And that's mm-hmm. where my bank will be. And so the thought process there is I'm starting to own my audience that, which is what the email list is all about. It's about owning your audience. Um, right. And I, I, you know, my, my hypothesis is sending traffic to my website gives me a, a, another avenue of owning my audience. Well, you, right? you got so, a point there, man, yeah. because you can Google pixel them. You can Facebook pixel them. You can at least see performance of all oh, people like this call to action they're going to go to this page you can track that metric you can't see shit sorry it's my sorry for swearing you uh but you can't really see shit uh when they when you send them to a page you don't own and i completely agree and that's why um 
I love having a podcast because it's one of the few things and a website that people can't take away. So I want to transition away a little bit from email, give you like, feel like make you feel like the king of the show here because I know you're doing really well with your business and podcast. Could you give a bit of a, like a nutshell, why podcasts are king in 2023, especially with what you're doing in AI? So podcasts are the king because the, the biggest asset, the biggest asset that you have is your thought leadership. The world is going through this time right now where everything is up in the air. Mm-hmm. Every single industry is going to be disrupted. It, not just every single industry, but every single level of every single industry is going to be disrupted. Nobody knows what, quite frankly, the job that you have now, you probably won't have in five years. Quite probably. Blank. Everything is changing, and and the vast majority of people don't understand that. And quite frankly, the old guard is very scared. The old guard is not ready for the change. They don't want the change. Mm -hmm. They're comfortable. They're already the top dog. They've learned what to do over the last decade. But it is changing now. Everything is changing. And so... what, what what, where, where I'm at here is that if you want to survive that change, you need to be seen as, as a thought leader. You need to be as someone that is accepting the change, adopting the new methods, adopting the new technologies, teaming up with the other thought leaders as well. Holy crap, there's this new software that just came out that helps email list building. I want to get that person in my atmosphere. I want people to know via the halo effect that me and this person are on the same page. Mm -hmm. You have to adapt the change. You have to call out the old bad ideas that don't work and you've got to be noisy about it. That's how you're going to be safe to this next transition because now people are going to see Julian is Julian's the guy. Julian already knows about the AI. Julian's been in the industry. Julian, holy crap. Julian was, was sitting next to Neil Patel. He probably knows something. Um, So the best way to do that is with a podcast. It is the best way. It's not close because with a podcast, you're able to lead with value. You're able to get, we probably wouldn't be on this call right now. If, if, if you didn't have a show, if I didn't have a show, exactly. And I started, I started from just documenting as a interested gym instructor in marketing. And then I just sort of documented my whole process and from like, all, all the all the fails, all the little discoveries, I just put that into my podcast along the way. And then I interviewed cool guests along the way as well. So, yeah, what Mark's saying is, well, you can be the thought leader or you could just be like me as well, where you can just document and then eventually, you know, because not everyone's a thought, you don't wake up a thought leader. Like you have to sort of go out there and do some cool shit before you get there. I'm curious as well. So you said the podcast is fantastic for thought leadership. I see a lot of podcasts that look like they've got lots of episodes and on listener notes, they're like rank 30, 35, which is for everyone listening, not that high, comparatively quite low. So how do you feel their their podcasts? I'm interested. Uh, With more rephrase the question? Yeah. So, so you got, I want to position them as the thought leader. How do you then get more list, ideal listeners to their show? Or is that something you guys do? Yeah. So, you know, the the way you grow a show is you have to be different. You have to be interesting. And, and this is kind of like the second half of that thought leadership. Thought leaders, and to, again, to be successful in what happens now, you have to be a thought leader. I believe that. And a thought leader isn't just saying like, you know, I agree, me too. 
That's right. The thought leaders are the people that are taking the commonly held beliefs in the industry and saying, that's wrong. That's, that's not right. That's, that's not going to work. So the way, the way you grow a show is by taking those commonly held beliefs and flipping them on their head and being able to back it up with facts, being able to back it up with true stories, with interesting people. Um, and you've got to, Hey, you've got to be good at it. You have to be vocal. You got to be loud. You got to be noisy. You can't be boring. You can't get on the, the mic and, and just say, welcome to the show. My name is Mark. It's so nice to have you make sure that you like, and subscribe to this podcast. You know, I'm just really glad to be here. That stuff sucks. You know, you got to be interesting, right? From, you have to drop people into the middle of a battle at the, at the very beginning. You need to speak to their problems. And people don't, it's, it's, it's amazing to me. People have these 60 minute long podcasts and you, you jump on the podcast. And the first question they ask is, Hey, you know, tell me, tell me about your story. About where do you, where have you, where have you come from? Which by the way, the guest that came on your show is not a professional speaker. They probably never thought about the, their answer to that question. It's not compelling, you know? So, you know, what, what I try to, to teach is, is, is that how do we apply those principles of being interesting, of really speaking to your audience, of solving the real problem, you know, and it's just, ah, oh, it's so aggravating to me. You can tell I get fired up about this. And where did this place of pain come from, man? Like, cause you are getting fired up. Is it from listening to too many bad podcasts? Or is it from feedback or like slow progress yourself? Um, a little bit of, a little bit of all of that. So, so, Part of what I do when I'm on the show is I'm a little bit hyperbolic, mm -hmm. right? Because, you know, some people just need to get slapped in the face to say, wow, I've never heard that before. Wow. That hits different. And then the other half of people be like, I don't like what I, Mark, why is he being such a jerk about this? I'm not trying. I don't, that's cool. There's plenty of, there's plenty of resources out there for you. I don't care, you know, but I'm, I'm trying to attract the type of person that's high energy, they're excited, they want to learn, they care about their future. They're not going home and eating Cheetos and, and playing World of Warcraft. Like they're ready, they're hungry to be successful. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And you, you've got to bring, you, you, you've got to bring your personality, your authentic personality, and you've got to sit, you've got to bring it in a way that'll make people wake up. There's too many people that are sleeping. You know, the amount of people that have never even opened up ChatGPT yet is astounding. It's something like 85% of humans, 85% of humans don't even know what ChatGPT is. That's a problem. That's a problem. You need to be using these tools. You need to, if you're not testing this stuff now, you're already dead. And if you think things are bad now, wherever you're at, things are gonna get way worse when you try to displace 200 million Americans and try to put them into jobs that they don't understand or know. The, the amount of 45-year-olds right. that are not going to be able to compete in the modern-day market because they don't know how to prompt engineer like a 20-year-old is astounding. Not to mention a 20-year-old American. Now you're not competing just to uh, the people in your city or your country. Mm -hmm. You're competing with all of humanity. And guess what? I can hire a 20-year-old Malaysian for 50 cents an hour who will do your job better than you do is a 50-year-old American making 150 grand a year. Yep. That's a fact. Scary, that is man. a fact. If you don't start learning, that's why I, I feel like I need to get out and just slap people in the face. Cause if you're not, if you're not learning and executing, it's you're in, you're, you're exposed and you don't know it. You're exposed. Learning and executing. 
This is super interesting, man. Adapt or die. I like the message you've given there. <laughs> Adapt or die. Adapt or die. <laughs> I, and um, I don't mean to be like Thanos out there. There is, there is, you can, you can still make it. You just have to start taking the action now. You just have to start executing. You have to start learning now because if you do, and if you are a thought leader, if you're at the, if you're at the front end of your industry, you're going to be irreplaceable. You're going to be irreplaceable because you have that thought leadership. And that, my friend, is why I'm such a big fan of podcasting, because now you're a thought leader, you're at the forefront, and then you're not waiting to get laid off. You're waiting for someone to hire you, or you're waiting for the next big client. You're waiting for that Fortune 500 client to come knocking on your door and say, help me execute what you're doing. That's what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. All that implementation, man, and just te- just go out and test this because like... Like you said, 85% of people haven't even opened it, which is hard to believe. Um, I I found that the easiest way to sort of get into it, especially was just a final little project. So by chance, I was doing Facebook ad critiques for a client and then they were all shit. They're like, everything was like a stinker pile of garbage. Sorry, sorry, clients of clients. Um, But then (laughs) I was like trying to build my own, trying to solve my own problems using chat GBT. and hopefully if you're listening to this uh mark saying wake the fuck up i'm saying <laughs> I'll, I'll i'll add to that like wake the fuck up but like try <laughs> and just solve your own problems like maybe you don't want to do this manual task like figure out how you can get chat to do it or look at how someone some other people have done it already uh, so you can get there faster i mean like yeah wake up everyone hey this so- is what i'm trying to hit on i just that i am so passionate about this all throughout my content, throughout mm-hmm. the show, the After Us Entrepreneur, I'm I'm examining like where the disruption is, and how you can leverage that disruption to you know to disrupt your business, to disrupt your life. It's it's really important. Cool. Hey, mate. Uh, last question before we sort of wrap things up, and you can chat about how people can find you. What is something you're because we're talking about the future, disrupting AI, you know slapping people awake what are you sort of looking what's what's your what are your big goals that you're looking forward to in the next six months or so yeah so so a i'm excited to chat with all your fans go to marksavantmedia.com i'd love to hear about your business chat ai i'm not going to try to sell you something unless you need something um yeah that's marksavantmedia.com marksavantmedia.com um what i'm excited for this year is getting to 20 clients as i mentioned we doubled and doubled again so i'm excited to double that from now till uh, December to get to 20 clients, which will put me at probably about 250K in revenue. Um, and then 2024, I'm excited to bring that up to a million to get to to the seven figure mark. That's Those are the big benchmarks. Nice, bro. Cool. Well, marksavant.com. Don't want to pitch like... Marksavantmedia. Marksavantmedia.com. Marksavantmedia.com. You've also got a YouTube, but I mean, like the best place to find them is on your website because it's the hub. I, yeah, you could you and, could find Mark Savant Media all over the place. And he's got and he's got, yeah. and he's got some killer testimonials. Pat Flynn, I saw. Um, Nick Neman. There's one more. Someone else is really quite good. So Mark knows his shit. Go check him out. Thanks for listening to MLS Profit Secrets. I'm your host Jules. Peace out. Cheers. Boom! You made it to the end. Well done. You should get a medal. Hey, ha- have you ever uh, taken a pump with like an agency? or with someone like me, like a copywriter, and it's taking forever to get back. Maybe you just want to launch like an ad campaign. 
completely fell flat, they lied to your face, you're like, fuck, I just want to do this myself. But then when you get to sit down and actually write the campaign, you're just like, what the hell do I do? Well, I fixed that, and I fixed it out of a lot of frustration after reviewing a hundred Facebook ads for a client's client. They keep giving me turds. I can't polish turds, as my mentor would say. <laughs> so what I did was I created a system using ChatGPT to give them B, B plus level campaigns. So they can go from a lead to a booked call. And it's basically how you can clone your voice, make it sound like you find, skip all the research that would take an agency or something like me a lot of time and money to do. Sure, it's not AA plus level. I'll give you that flaw. But BB plus, not a bad starting point. So if you're looking to launch a campaign, like with ads or anything else, all the principles, anything else, like maybe it's not ads, maybe you just want to do like emails and stuff, all the principles for writing, like ChatGPT copy that's decent, BB plus. I created a free mini, free mini course where I walk you through that. It's gonna show you everything from cloning yourself, how to get endless test variations, how to come up with big ideas, like really good stuff that actually like genuinely bring in results. I remember one of my clients who went through this, he started out not knowing how to know, write copy, three different variations of this, and he generated 600 leads in a month. Which is crazy, from the first ad, I wish I could show you that first ad. Privacy reasons, I cannot. <laughs> However, if you would like to get this free ChatGPT uh, mini course, can't promise you're gonna get A-level copy, but BP Plus, we can settle with that. It's in the link down in the description below. This mini course, the ultimate crash course into combining how to think like a pro marketer and using ChatGPT to really speed things up.